It's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to one of the newest, the freshest editions of the Casual Flex. I'm your host, Philip Dukes, a.k.a. Dukes the Scoop. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Dukes the Scoop. And make sure you go hit that like and subscribe button. Today, I got like, man, one, like this is probably going to be one of my favorite interviews based on the fact that we got somebody who already popping with the podcast. We got somebody who already popping in the city. And when I say the city, you know, I'm talking about Atlanta. And then you got somebody who actually has NFL, like valuable NFL experience, which is something that we want to know about. Mr. Darren Bates. Mr. Bates, what's going on, bro? What's happening, bro? I appreciate you having me on, my guy. Man, I appreciate you for coming, man. Like, let me tell you something. Like, you got guys that come on and you got guys that's hard to get, man. Darren, like, man, DB was really, really just like, man, you know what? Anybody who's trying to come up, I'm with it. And I really appreciate that, bro. Because there's a lot of places you could be, but you chose to be like, you know what? I got you. So thank you, bro. But yeah, that's what that's what the Raw Room platform built off of. Just, you know what I'm saying? Myself. And Jalen, you know what I'm saying, giving our finally giving our little stories. And so when we bring people on, we want the people that's not everybody might not know something about, but right. like we they got something special that you should know about. So right. we, so. we people on like we want everybody to just see like hey, they got something special to offer. That's why we don't just keep it in the, the sports world, the football world. We want comedians, actors, country singers, rappers, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have like upcoming now, we finna hit. Gonna see about those upcoming boy. Man, look, all I want to do is, man, look, put me in a corner of the raw room, just in the corner. <laughs> just put me right there in the corner, my boy. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Man, so listen, look, we'll go, we'll start here. So I went to Auburn, and by the time I got up out of there, Gene Chizik was like, he had like he was the D coordinator. But when I left Auburn, G Chizik was the D coordinator. Mm. When you got there, was he the head coach? Yeah, he was the head coach when I got there. He just first year. So I'm just going off a of hearsay. And yeah. when I got my uh when I got my whole little thing or things I need to ask about, this is why does Darren Bates not <laughs> mess with Chizik? What Chizik do, bro? Just tell me, just it, it, give it straight. Well, I started like from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Um he started out as your 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 old school just SEC coach. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. He know the guys he getting. He getting some guys from certain areas, the trenches. He can, that need to go talk to him about certain things. Certain right. guys that came up with that, and I ain't talking about me. I came with my both parents, my house, so yeah. I'm talking to my partner and them. So you know what I'm saying. I ain't seen them have to go in the in the coach's office and, and have to talk to him about certain things that only maybe he and other people that he can connect with that can help them. So. After my freshman year, we go our saw my sophomore year. This is when we win our championship. We at Cam and there, we do our thing. And then the following year, that's when we started seeing, you know, the the facilities start getting changes. You know, so as far as uh, you know, the money come in. So we get new weight room, we got the new indoor. But not only did we get those things, we got new locker room and also Chia's got a new office. Right. Now in the office, it didn't just come with his desk and a chair and a nice view. That came with a secretary that cut off the dough before you get to him. Right. So when you wanted to come see Chiz, it wasn't no just walking the dough to open door policy like it was in 09. <laughs> it became, you got to make an appointment. 
Right. So these are them points to be like, hey, I need to go talk to Coach Chiz. All right, well, what can you see him? Like, what you mean? When, right now? Like, oh, no, well, he, he's available at 1130. He's like, I got class at 1130. He'd be like, all right, well, you going to come see Chiz or you going to go to class? Right. What? That's, that's, that's... You feel me? So it started with that. Right. It started with that. Then we go through my junior year, which is 2011. Um, it was all right, smooth. We still had some guys, you know, uh, Nico Thorpe, guys like that leadership that was there previous year that was, you know, part of those juniors doing now championship run. Right. Then we get to 2012 where it's five seniors out there. You feel me? Three of them playing. And that's it. Everybody else, that he kicked off the team type because he wanted to run it his way. So then we get to after the LSU game, I want to say, because we should have won that game. And that's when he lost. I would say for me, that's when I saw. I know these young guys. You know what I'm saying? These young, you feel me? You the old guy around? You know all these young. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. Messi, Chris Davis, Ryan Smith. You know what I'm saying? All these boys is with me. Right. So I'm. They come and tell me like, hey, I don't like how bro moving. Da, da, da. I I can't tell them Messi is my senior. Think about getting to lead like, hey, bro. Just do it because I got to just do it because this is my last chance. Right. They ain't looking at it like that. They looking at it like, man, I'll do it next year when we get another coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I got to respect that with them. You feel right. me? So when that time got going on and, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And then when the funniest thing alive, when we play Ole Miss after we get out of whoop, he come to the locker room and say, I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to be at Auburn till I stay. So I swear to God, I lost it. In the, in the in the locker room, we just got whooped. I mean, I, I, I like yeah, um, yeah, but like he just lost he just lost the players, bro, because he just tried to be more than who he was. He tried to be the guy up up the street. He tried to be Nick Saban, but you you can't win one natty and think you him. You know, right. like right. you know, what I'm like you know, he was on that type of vibe. So now you know what's crazy though, because sometimes like man, authenticity means so much more than having a friend sometimes. But like, I'd rather you tell me who you are. I'd rather you be yourself around me because yep. at, at least at that point, I know what's coming. Yep. You feel me? Like, there's an analogy that I use all the time when I'm talking to guys. I'm like, look, bro, if I tell you it's a snake around that corner and you go over there and that snake bites you, yeah. it's my fault because I told you to go. Yeah. But if I tell you there's a rabbit around that corner, it's really a snake. And you go around that corner looking for a, a, a rabbit, you get bit by a snake. That's my fault. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying either one about Chizik. Well, what I'm saying is sometimes, like, understanding who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with means so much more than what you think we want to deal with. And, yeah. you know, I wasn't there, so, you know, I'd be fair. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, taking your your account of it, that's how it seems to me. I mean, he wasn't the only one I ain't with now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I had hey. He 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 just one of, of two. I would it's only two of them, but everybody else cool. You know what I'm saying? Like Ted Roof, I never had no problem with none of the offense. Oh, love Roof. Listen, Roof hey, in Oklahoma Ruth. right now getting folks. I love Ted Roof. He man, hell yeah. Trooper Taylor, Looper, I f with them boys, all them. Uh Tommy Thigpen, hey, he kissed my ass all day long. Uh I never You don't ever, like that? Never, ever, ever, ever. Okay. I after after an 18 tackle game. That might come and tell me. He told the whole linebacker on some shit, but he didn't come and tell me, like, hey, you, after this, you're going to be working at FedEx. Wow. You're going to go back to Memphis, you're going to be working at FedEx. I, I bet. Got hot, walked my 
at the, at the meeting room because I'm about to go the fuck off. Right. I bet. Let me ask you this. So for somebody like you, like, and for somebody like, I, like I see you, like sometimes it's hard, like, for people to recognize who somebody is, but I see who you are as a person. Like, what kept you, like, from really nutting up? Like, you know, because it's easy to get in your emotions and get in your feelings and, and go off. Like, because you got to think, so many people around us do that. What Man, kept bro, you from doing that? Growing up in the city, bro. Growing up in Memphis, like, and I was a hooper, so I came up, like, Memphis a hooper. A hooper? Yeah, I came up a hooper, bro. Like, okay. that's how I did. I wanted to hoop. And come up in the city, that's what we did. We hooped. And... You know what I'm saying? Around middle school, like freshman year high school, I'm seeing all my partner and them six, three, six, four dogs out there, ho. Right. On the court, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep up with these boys, but you know, I'm still five, ten out there, guard six, two. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to learn my way, but like, they ain't give a f. Right. So I had to figure out, like, I'm finna go on that football field, but then I get on that football field the same way, like, dogs still out there, ho, but they never gave me love, even though I'm scoring. 12 touchdowns a game, still having 100 tackles in high school, still racking up a 1,000 yards on offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, never showed me love. No all-state, none of that. You know what I'm saying? I went to right. two states, dominated, led the, the state, whole state in this and that. You know what I'm saying? Never showed me love. So, like, that always kept me motivated, always kept me pushing. You know what I'm We playing number two, the number three team in the, in the whole country in South Panola my senior year. You know what right. I'm saying? 16 tackles, you know what I'm saying? Two forced fumble interception. Easy money. No love. You feel me? Like, no love until my to the to a month before signing day. Then I get my Arkansas State. Then only reason I got Auburn because Trooper Taylor came to go see uh Big Tip, Auburn Phillips to go. He was hooping. I'm on the basketball team, and that's how I got my uh, football scholarship. You feel right. me? So like I had to fight for this shit. Like when be like, I be joking, like, I had to fight for my life to stay in this league. Nah, I ain't, I be joking, but I'm for real. Like, man, it's a lot of I shouldn't have been in here or I should have been out of the NFL, but you know what I'm saying? Your boy gonna rock that. Out. Yeah. Man, that, that mentality means so much to me on somebody who's like, bro, I'm not supposed to be no no sports writer for 24 7. I don't got no credentials. What I, what I got is some hustle and some want to. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? So it's like, you know, when it comes down to that, like, what put that in you? Like, I know where my dog came from. Where did your dog come from? When we And when we're talking about dog, anybody that's listening, we're talking about the want to, the the, the fact that nobody can tell us no, that I'm going to go regardless. That's what we mean by saying dog. And where your dog came from? My mama, but uh, my mama, uh, she, her heart uh, failed her. I want to say this was two, 90, no, 98. We was 98, 99. We was in Oklahoma City for my sister AAU tournament. Uh, it was right after Oklahoma City bombing, because that's what we were down there touring that little area. My mama's heart uh, collapsed on her, basically. Uh, for three years, she had to wear a pacemaker, had to have something beat her own heart for her. You know what I'm saying? She had to send her heart transplant list. I saw my dog fight, stay alive, stay here for me. You know what I'm saying? I was a young cat. You know what I'm saying? I'm third, fourth grade type. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? You think about your kid at 19 years old losing his mama at that time. And Charlotte just, she stayed here. She got a heart, stayed around, fought, uh, did biopsies every six months. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Took all the medicines, didn't complain. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who I saw. You feel me? Worked, right. worked to pay me to go to private school type shit. You know what I'm saying? Just so I can go play football with the best of the, in the state. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's who I saw uh, 
fight, never complain. You know what I'm saying? Never, right, still went to work, still did what she had to do, still bought and did everything she wanted to do and never did, like, never complained, never asked for nothing. And, like, that's who, like, the like, when people try to realize, like, understand, like, how you play in the NFL for nine years and you never started on defense. It's like, I don't know, a dog. It's like, I don't know, <laughs> you. like, dog. So, it's yeah. like, that's where I learned it from. Like, that's the dog that I looked up to my mom. Man, you know it's crazy. Like I got, I got really the same story, in a in a uh, in a way. My mom just passed away last January, and um, uh, my mom took care of the whole hood, everything from Kyler Park to East Point on the south side of Atlanta. Like not yeah. to, like you know, my mom like taught at Tri Cities, taught at Creekside, handled everybody, everything watching the road. You name them, they done stayed with us. So it don't matter. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is, is like, hey, bro, like when you see a woman who can do a whole lot more, put you first. Because we like when you get grown, you deal with women. You know what's going on. Like, you know what's going on. Like, man, you could have been out here doing a pair, a pair, everything. Yeah. But you chose to make sure we were straight. Yeah. So now that means a lot, man. So it changed gears a little bit. We talk about your sister and I heard that your sister, I don't know it's the same sister, but I did hear that she was a hooper. Yeah. Okay. Hugh Freeze coaster in high school. Yeah. What do you think about Hugh Freeze with Auburn and what type of impact do you think Hugh Freeze will have on Auburn? I mean, I the first part, I, I like him with Auburn. Uh I think he he knows the impact of what SEC football brings and what mm. he, even if he ain't never been, you know what I'm saying, around the Auburn campus like that. You know, prior to him coaching that old miss, but he knows what Auburn is. You know what I'm saying? He didn't been right. around, he know what it is. So it's like he know he's not gonna uh uh harsen this anything come in just think he's gonna just do some shit or right. just not do some right. So I think he gonna he understand that. So it's like you get that check mark on that. You know he and I don't know, I said something about him winning and people try to bring up uh some record, some bullshit. I don't know. All I know is I didn't see him win. I seen him win since 98, 99, up until now. I Been winning. Him. You hear me? So it's like, you ain't finna tell me otherwise. I don't care. And then the last part is he, he the players with him everywhere he could be. In. I just talked with Michael Orr. Him and my son play on the same basketball team. So me and him be talking, and when they hired him, hey, we talking about it. You know what I'm saying? He ain't had nothing but good shit to say. So right. like, if I can respect what Michael Orr got to say, what I look like going out here, Looking at Twitter and thinking, I care about what y'all say. Absolutely. Come on, man. It, 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 it's too much. And then when you think about it, like, so I met him on the south side, like, you know, on some G, like, just on, some, on in passing, not even knowing I was finna meet him. I just met him. I was like, what's going on? I told him who I was or whatever. Man, the man treated me like, like I'm, like I'm Philip Marshall or, or some big type, of, like, you know what I mean? He like, yeah, man. Ooh, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, hey, all right. For sure. Like, I ain't lie to you. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. Like, like, did I, t- I'm thinking in my head, did I count to him? Did I tell him yeah, somebody I ain't? Yeah, yeah. He, but he treated me like that, which made me be like, oh, man, they're going to love him over here. And yeah. when he went and when I saw him at the high school, he was recruiting. All Like, man, the high school at that point, it was probably six or seven, four stars over there. Mm-hmm. And when the practice was over, I'm talking about North Carolina. Chiswick was there. No cap. No cap. Chiswick was there. Miami was there. Armour was there. North Carolina was there. 
Alabama was there. Indiana was there. Like, there was schools there. All them boys, Georgia was there. All them boys went to go see him, period. The man had on a broke windbreaker and some khakis. <laughs> like he was out there dripped up, man. He was yeah, like, yeah, with the whole fit on. Yeah, yeah, he was just over there in a broke windbreaker, and I call it broke because you know, like yeah, under armor. But that's why. Under armor. Under armor, trash Man, listen, man. But them folks loved him, man, and the way he treated them. I saw him. I said, you know what? And I got texts after that. It was like, dude, what you know about him? And I, I, you know, I ain't lie to him. I said, I don't know a whole lot, but I feel like he wants to know about us. He wants to know what's going on my side of town. That means so much. Like, if you like, don't just talk to me about football, want to know what's going on on this side of town. Because you might like, you can't like, you've been to the A, man. You see these houses. These, like, we don't got no more projects. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you, you come out here, you see these subdivisions, you're like, okay. But now they going through some over there that you might not have going through. Like, you might not see going, like, people going through on another side of town. So for him to come in and want to know, hey, what you got going on? What you got going on? Like, yeah. And not coming at you from a point of, what's your mama do? What's your daddy do? Like, no, no. What you got going on? What are you yeah, going yeah. through? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, no, no. It mean a lot. So, man, changing gears. You get to the league. What was your I'm in the league moment? Like, you just like, man, you come in. Nice to watch. You were 25, right? No, no, 53. 40. Fit, no, 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 uh, college. Yeah, 25, 25. 25 in college. I'm like, okay, I like it, bro, because he, like, he, like, he smacked. You feel me? Like, yeah. you got me cussing. I don't even want to cuss, man, man. Bates smacking. It don't matter. <laughs> you see my boy Bates coming through. Face on, you're going to have to edit this. <laughs> we here now. Look, I see you go to college. I always thought, I said, hey, man, he go, he, he leave. You feel me? I thought you and I like Bonds. Yeah. I like the other corner, too. Um, But outside of that, you get to the league. What was your man? I'm in the league now. Like what? What happened? Because nothing was ever too big for you when you got to the league. What was your I'm in the league moment? Man, uh, I would say my my first tackles on my first game against the Cardinals against Javier Arenas. So it was great against Auburn against Alabama. Yeah, right. Get that tackle, my first tackle. But I would say, bro, my like that's never gonna leave my mind is, bro. We playing Dallas. I want to say week five, week six. Uh, Edgar Jones, I'm playing punt, punt. I was a right tackle. Um, he going one-on-one, -on -one. he locking me up. And I ain't making down the, the field. Wow. And my embarrassment, like, he put me that in the ground and, like, told me, like, hey, now nah, this is how you play football, really. Like, <laughs> he, he, he told me after the game, like, hey, bro, I didn't see you on film. Like, you be running out, you running past everybody. He like, I had to put you down, show you what's up. I'm like, damn. How, how did that make you feel for somebody that like to to get the one up on you and still give you game? Right. At first, I felt helpless. As, like the whole like it happened. I want to say it happened like first, second quarter. So the whole game, uh, I remember Eugene Sims was trying to help me. He was my guard. He was like, I can give you a pick, and he trying to pick, but then the other dude coming and it was just all getting messed up and da da da. So it was like I just got to take the dude one on one every time. And he just dogging my right and the whole time. Like I felt bad. Like. I damn near wanted to cry type shit. I couldn't do nothing. Right. You know, I couldn't get down the field. I couldn't make no plays. I know I'm, and then you think about it in the back of your mind, like, I know on film, they're gonna see this tomorrow. They're gonna be like, what the fuck is base doing? He can't get off a block, da da da. But then when bro came and hollered at him after the game, he started hitting me was like, hey, you gotta start taking that mentality. Like you a dog, but you gotta start just abusing. You gotta start doing the same 
to try to do to you, you got to start putting that on them. He was like, you do it, but you need to do it all the time. You can't worry about because I'm 10, because he was 10 years in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're a rookie. I'm 10 years in, but you got to start acting like you 10 years in. Right. And that took off. Man, so, so I respect Edgar Jones for putting my ass in there. Man, listen. So you learned that lesson, right? All right. That's on your special teams. At what point in time? So, but you played a lot of linebacker too. Nah, so, so I, in the NFL, I ain't played a lot of linebacker. Uh, I, you know, I'm always the backup. I was the guy that that was that could that played all the positions as far as linebacker. That if they needed to, they can plug me at any one of them jumps. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, I got the playbook. They know what's up. Uh, when I was with the with Dean Pease and we got the Titans, that's probably the most I played linebacker because he didn't care about who he put in. He right. put in and let you go to work. So, right. you know, so, so about him. like, let me ask you this. When you got your shot to go beat a linebacker on defense, what was going through your head? Like, you played years and years special team ball. You, you like, pro bowl, on the pro bowl ballot for special teams, all, like, almost, what, seven out of nine years? Mm-hmm. All right, for sure. So, you get to that point. What was going through your head when you get like you really get that goal? Like, hey man, we need you to come out here and be the guy. What was going through your head? I just wanted to get the job done, do what I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, it's it's everything you've already seen before. You know, football, just especially defense, you just piece it all together. It might be nickel, it might be base, but you most time you're gonna be doing the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just some of that, just knowing what I'm supposed to do. Just wait on that chance, you know. What I'm saying I'm always, I always been the guy just waiting on my chance as far as when it came to the NFL. So, yeah, when I got that chance, I know I'm going that bitch and rock out. You know, so I had that chance in Oakland when uh, we had three, two linebackers go down. So it was me and a rookie out there, we still come out, win the game, don't mm. give them hugs. You know what I'm saying? Playing thirty plus plays, coaches, coaches literally tell me they didn't think I can get it done. Type, shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't know, didn't know my background before that. You know what I'm saying? Type. But I knew from then on, like how I'm going, how I got carried myself from then on. That was my fourth year in the league. So, you know what I'm saying? P's came after that. So I learned to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Like Trooper Taylor say, be ready so you ain't got to get ready. Man, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. No, that, 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 and a lot of times people don't realize how much football plays into life lessons. Like, oh, yeah. so what you see out there on that field is cool, but you know, when it comes time down to it, like, man, be ready so you gotta get ready, man. Absolutely. Like prepare ahead of time. So when you when when your name is called, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I resonate with that. That resonates a lot with me. And another question I had as far as your NFL time. So you with the Titans, then you come down to the Falcons. Now I, I'm from Atlanta. Love Atlanta. Love the love the Falcons, right or wrong. I talk about them when it's bad. Hey, when it's good. Hey, I'm talking about this because all the time, bro. <laughs> I'm a dog in bro. Hey, man, look. In Atlanta, bro, like, you got, it's so many folks that talk bad about the Falcons. But <laughs> we, 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 but we love them, though. You feel me? It's, it, it's like, it's like you got a girlfriend who, who don't care nothing about you, but you still love her. Like, that girl care nothing about <laughs> me, man. Yeah, here with, with shout of them, shout buddy them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, guess what? Like, you know, that's my girl. Yeah, that's how the yeah. Falcons is. When you came to the Falcons, how hard were and a, and a lot of people say people don't come to Atlanta because of the nightlife in Atlanta. They say players don't want to come here because they want to stay focused. For somebody who came as a free agent to the Falcons, how much did the nightlife play into your decision? And did you think about it at all? I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now that sound like cap because first of all, 
Zaway and Flowery Branch. Right. You ain't driving no hour and a half to go get turned up and then driving no out. Man, come on, bro. If you're right. doing that, you playing with your life. Right. You feel me? Like, if you say that, bro, you just on some other shit. You just ain't care about football. Right. So I put that, you know what I'm saying, as far as that, that should, you know what I'm saying, by the time I sign now, I'm 30, 31 years old, 30 years old. So that, not like me, it ain't, it ain't that. And then plus, my sister been living in Atlanta for 15 years. She went to Kennesaw. Okay, so. You know, so. I been out there. I had to stay with her the whole summer type shit. You know, my senior year, my mama sent me out there. So I know, I know what Atlanta can bring. I know, I done been out there. Right. Uh, Went to Auburn. You know, we used to go to Atlanta all the time. But that wasn't there, man. It, it, it's an hour, right. depending on where you're going. You hear me? We <laughs> real fast. Fifty so, minutes, how you drive? You talking about? You hear me? So it's like that, 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 I don't know, that nightlife thing, it ain't nothing to me, but I can understand, I can see how it can affect people that's not, probably not, you know what I'm saying, somebody that's not used to, the, to Atlanta. Like, I know guys, I know people from Texas, from Kentucky, they ain't never been to Atlanta before. I'd be like, what? You ain't never been to the eight? Right. You black and you ain't never been to the eight. <laughs> you ain't been to Wakanda. That's what I'm saying. So like, so I didn't I didn't been around a guy like that that you that they didn't get out there to the A and be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? They get, they get hit. So it's like I can see how it plays both ways, but I mean, I feel like that can be in any city. I used to get lit in, in St. Louis, and it's St. Louis. And people be like, You was lit in St. Louis? Like, hell yeah. Man, listen, I got a partner for St. Louis, man. Like, my, man, my little brother signed to a record label, and he uh, he get out there and do from St. Louis. So, oh, I forgot his name. But, man, he said, man, hey, look, bro, it's so many in St. Louis, bro. Like, they, like, yeah. like, he was like, yeah. bro, he, <laughs> like, he was like, hey, bro, listen, man, like, man, I can't believe I'm saying this on my show. I ain't cursed not one time <laughs> all year. Base, hey, man, look, if this go left, you got to bring me on Raw Room, man. Hey. Yeah, hey, the raw room first. Don't nobody care no more. The raw room is gonna make it okay for everybody. Bro. <laughs> the raw room will make it okay. Yeah, no, no, for real though, man. Like, man, dog. Like St. Louis ain't no town. It sounds like St. Louis, but it don't sound it, it like ain't, it. Ain't it ain't like, like that. Exactly, bro. I be right. talking to those people, bro. St. Louis like that, man. So Atlanta, you in here? You got Grady Jarrett. How good is Grady Jarrett? Is like five eleven at the most. He Aaron Donald. You know what I'm saying? I played with Aaron Donald my, as well. He like, Grady Jarrett is similar to Aaron Donald. How? First of all, we're going to start with size. Like you just said, he 5'10", 5'11". Aaron, if you think Aaron Donald taller than six foot, you're crazy. Right, right, okay. He ain't no bigger than whatever his weight, 280. It don't matter how much he weigh because they power come from down low. Right. Both of them legs ain't that big. Right. You know, so they generate power from the bottom up, the ground up. They quick. They both got hands. They both make plays in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald do way more flashier, I would say. Way right. more flashier plays. But he also was playing on a way more flashier team. Right. Since we didn't have the Atlanta Falcons been on anybody's ESPN other than blowing it. Okay. Mm. So if I'm just saying, and it's, I can't even play bias right now because I've been on both teams. Been with both, both of them. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't see Aaron Donald in games against the Seattle Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch, fourth and one, in the game. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see him right. do that by himself. Right. So I didn't see Grady in the game by himself on some sack, force fumble type shit. So 
So, so basically, you saying like you feel like if everything being equal, not saying that Grady Jarrett is just like Aaron Donald, but Grady Jarrett had a little bit. If he had, if he had, I obviously a little more skill set than because I would say Aaron Donald quicker, right? Faster with his hands, faster with his feet. You know, so I give him all of that. But maybe if if, if Grady had a little more extra around him, you know, uh, a little better pass or like. You know, he didn't have Vaughn. You know, he didn't have Rob Quinn. He didn't have uh, all type of these these real speed rushers. Right. The guys got to flail and get out before they can help him. You know, what I'm saying help him on the inside. So um, I feel like he it, it's been both. It can play both ways if you see it that way. But me being a football guy, I just feel like trying to be biased. Them both of them boys are dogs, bro. You know, what man. No, nah, that, that, that's good to hear because like I'm a great Jerry fan. So a lot of folks be like. Oh, like Falcons fans, we don't we don't care nothing about that. They just like get rid of all of them. We don't care who doing good. Oh, but such and yeah. such doing good, get rid of him too. No, nah, man, they give it to the community. We don't need it. Like that type. <laughs> 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 like, you know, Atlanta ruthless, man. But look, let me. Let, so why 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 we on the Falcons, man? You got Arthur Smith. You played with him in Tennessee. You played with him in Atlanta. What's special about Arthur Smith and why you think he should still be the coach of the Falcons? I mean, Art, he, he learned from a tree coming from the, you know, a, a part of the branch of the Bill Belichick tree, mm-hmm. you know, come through Vrabel. And me, I respect that tree as far as the way they coach the game of football. Okay. Um, it's very detailed, um, work hard. I mean, as you can see, I would think, you know what I'm saying, with the Titans having the last couple of years, having the injury issues that come from practicing hard, working hard, being a, a run team at that for them. And Atlanta kind of doing the same thing with their rookie running back. Algiers. You hear me? He just had a 1,000. So they building – I think he's trying to build off of that, uh, that same type of Tennessee attack where he's going to be building the, the run game to build off Drake London, to right. build off of – off a, off a, uh, not proof, uh, 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 my boy. Uh, right. Build off of him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, all these names. Too, too many names I got to go through. <laughs> so I see it, but I see it though, uh, what he's trying to build. And it's like that push uh, as far as you have to find those two to three things. I feel like every NFL team, they go in a, in a, in the offseason, thinking, all right, what, what are these things, these two to three things we need? We might might need a quarterback. We might need some defense. We might need some DBs. Something that can get us over what over the edge of what we accomplished the previous year. Right. So going in, I feel like they're going to build off the, off the defense, make that better, build off of, off the skill play guys, and obviously going to have the quarterback come in there and try to build his own play up. That's But that's going to be his whole separate thing in itself. You think he the guy? You like Ritter? Um. Not my type of quarterback, personally. Okay. Right. But I can see where he can get some things done. Okay. I'm with that. I, I feel the same way. Like, if it was me, if I'm the GM, I'd probably go a different direction. But yeah. seeing what the Falcons have going on, can he be serviceable right. enough like, yes. to figure it out and win some games in the NFC South? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so in his circumstances, I can, I can see him thriving and being successful in in the 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 lead the division he in. So right. I can see him 
doing some things, especially when Art and then you know Art the, the offensive mastermind. So he gonna come with the with the certain personnel and the plays that can when make it right for him. Really, and he really get comfortable, then he gonna turn up. I think. Let me ask you this: How good is Derrick Henry, and how hard did how hard is it to hit him? Look, I ain't never had to hit that young fella, and I will never have to ever, <laughs> ever. Look, in practice, we don't tackle for real, so I ain't gotta do all that. You right. know, but he a dog. I do know that. I know once you get Derrick Henry on that track, and he getting that third and fourth step, it's gonna be hard to stop him. I've seen the biggest of the biggest get slapped down, and the littlest of littles get flicked out. So he liked that. I think he gonna be a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. A.J. Brown, how bad was it for the Titans to let A.J. Brown go? I said this the day it happened. Hell, first of all, I was saying the days before. That's my dog. We always talking, da-da-da. But you see the makeup of how they they running the team and how, uh, you know, the personnel that's being brought in and out, and you don't see a replacement or three replacements for A.J. Brown – it's going to be a problem. And I said that. I said it's going to be a problem. When number 11 leave that locker room, it's going to be a problem. Right. And now, we I, all saw that. No, I believe you said it too because everything you say kind of like – I watch the raw room, and when you be on something, I'm like, bro, like he, he ain't saying it. Like like in the South, we got to say it and say, I ain't saying what I think. I'm saying what I know. Exactly. You feel exactly. me? Like it, 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 this ain't – I ain't pulling this out out of nowhere. This ain't coming out of the L. This, you feel me? I got something to go with it. Man, base. where can everybody find you at, dog? Now, everybody can find me, you know, obviously the raw room, uh raw underscore underscore room. That's on social media, all social medias. Uh Westland underscore sun fifty six on Instagram, DB underscore five tray on Twitter. Uh you see us on Utah, TikTok, Utah, YouTube, all that. <laughs> type in damn base, type in raw room. We coming up. Hey man, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. If it ever come down to a Gen Fred concert uh, contest in Auburn. He the only person that beat me on the sideline. So I'm going to tell you, <laughs> next time, bro, you better come with some, some Gucci or something, baby. Oh, hey, come on, man. I'm on your head, bro. Now, for sure, man, casual flex. We out, bitch, dog. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you.